Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Bucked Up Podcast. If you wouldn't mind just hitting the subscribe button, like, sharing the video. We have new episodes coming out every Monday and Thursday. Enjoy. This episode is sponsored by Exotic Roots Hydro, which I have to give a huge shout out to. They are a huge supporter of the podcast, and I'm really happy to be working with them. If you're ever in Rochester, New York, and you need to learn about any of your hydroponic needs, go to their shop. You can follow them at Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. Shout out their whole team. They have an amazing venue space. Uh, They're going to be putting on tons of events. Just make sure to follow Exotic Roots Hydro on Instagram. And if you're ever in Rochester, definitely stop by. Let's get back into it. Hey guys, before we get started, I just want to say that this episode is sponsored by North Carolina underground hip-hop titans, E the Mad Assassin, and Seven to Panther. They uh, recently joined forces with Polish producer Slide Beats to present their newest album, Carter and Newton, The Field Report, with a bonus track produced by Drug Beats. This album is drawing inspiration from the 97 classic debut, The War Report by Capone and Noriega. Uh, The West Coast transplants combine their respective aliases, Seven as Young Bunchy Carter and E as Graham Newton, to form their version of CNN to take the war report into the field. Carter and Newton, the field report, is currently available wherever you listen to music on all streaming platforms. Welcome to the episode. It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. The energy. If the energy's right, cool. If not, I'm like, oh, I could be cordial. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember when I was lost and maybe my energy was off. When I was, I didn't find a path yet. And mm-hmm. that's when I was like angry or I would like lash out. But now that I feel like I do have some, like a path or something that I want to offer the universe and whole, I feel like my energy is right. And yeah. now that I start liking my own energy, yes. that's when the world starts accepting your yeah, energy. Exactly. Exactly. You're right about that. Self-love, self-care first. It's like, it is like music. It's like, if you can tell when an artist is making music for other people, mm-hmm. or like a comedian, when you're like, you're not trying to make yourself laugh. Yeah. But once you start doing it for yourself, exactly. that's when other people start accepting Indeed. it. Indeed. Indeed. You're right about that. Did you, well, you, you, um, we were talking about before your podcast and stuff, but yeah. I feel like, do you want to plug it before uh, we start. Hey, uh, yeah. Peace to the, uh, my team. Uh, Mika, our ex- executive producer, you're the best. Uh, Mad Urgency Myron on, you know, graphics and, and visuals. And on video, uh, Adam7x, a.k.a. Mecha Godzilla. And our brother D. Bink, who, D. King, who is also, you know, he raps on our intro. He does the intro. Oh, really? Yeah. He's that... Yeah, he's the one who raps on our intro, and Bink is on production. So, yeah, shout out to the squad, chopping it up. Having a team is so important, too. Like, we were talking about believing in yourself. Yes. But having people believe in you actually, not just be like, oh, I like your stuff. Like, really want to help you. That is another thing that's so important, because you can't do it alone. No, you can't do it alone. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, that's something I learn every day. You know what I'm saying? Most people you know, don't want to ask for help mm-hmm. because, you know, now we're in, 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 we're in an age where people think that's a form of weakness when necessarily 
most people need help, you know, in some form of fashion, you know what I mean? And getting into this podcast game, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I needed help. I needed encouragement because it's not easy. You know, there's some guests that you want to get and that you don't get. Or there's guests that you do get and they don't show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, you know, it's just it's just so many, I guess, what minds in the field to play with. You know what I mean? It's just about navigating it right. And I'm just really thankful that I got some great people around me to help me navigate, you know, especially, you know, Mika. If it really wasn't for her, I honestly, we wouldn't be doing this right now. I wouldn't be. I don't know what I'd be doing. Man, that's that's really important and beautiful because your ego, like you get like, at least with me, like my ego would hold me back mm -hmm. from like if someone stood me up, I'd be like, fuck them, like fuck them. But <coughs> I, I don't know, like, like the four agreements. One of them is don't take anything personally. Exactly. And I really do try to live by that. Like no matter what happens, right. like. I don't take it personally. I just realize it was a situation and I move on because I burned so many bridges when I was younger and mm. mad that I'm not trying to burn any bridges Anymore. now. Like, yeah. I don't want anyone out there to be like, Sam Buck, he's a fucking asshole. Like, I feel you. Even if you fucked me over, like. Right. I'm always going to be, you know, try to be bigger about the situation. You know yeah. what I mean? Because usually that type of positivity or that type of energy comes back full circle. It's just a matter how you handle it at that time. I know personally for me, yeah, I did get upset. You know, and, and it was Mika who told me, yo, you guys, you know, you, it's not everything's promised, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, even Premium Pete, I would tag him a couple times and he would hit me back and be like, yo, bro, trust me. There's days that, you know, some guests piss me off, but that's part of it, you know, don't get personal. Mm -hmm. Just make sure the content you get or the people that you get, you make the most of it, you know what I'm saying? So that's what we've been trying to do, you know what I'm saying? First season, I didn't know that seasons consisted of, I guess it's so many however number episodes. Mm -hmm. And going in my first season, did like 22. So it was like, okay, let's take a break. And then figure out how we're going to move forward, you know, how we're going to bring something more streamlined, more clean. So it's definitely been a, a growing process and a learning process, but I'm loving the journey, honestly. It is. I don't I don't even mean on like a guy to guy shit, but mm -hmm. like it's hard to have sit down for an hour and have a conversation with yes. someone like. Dude, like, you know, and I'm the friend who before this, I'd be like, we'll talk about your feelings even when people don't want to do that. Right. But even then, no one gets as real as this. And that also makes me feel better as a per. Like, I learned to conversate better now. Mm -hmm. Because, like, sitting down and talking about whatever it may be grows you as a person yes. so much. It's too. a form of therapy. Yeah, it is. That Indeed. No one really... <laughs> No one has long-form conversations anymore. Right, not anymore. Yeah. Not and it's anymore. you work with artists, and it's probably the ego thing. It's like you probably tell your artists a lot of the same shit you need to hear yourself about things. I mean, I try. I mean, at least with the younger ones that I work with, mm -hmm. 
or even some that are are we we in the same age you know what i mean i would might just try to you know make sure my advice is come about it in a peaceful manner not trying to step on anyone's toes yeah. you know what i mean because sometimes sometimes that that ego you know will blind a lot of things you know what i'm saying and if you come in subtly and they hear you mm-hmm. and they know it's coming from a genuine place sometimes you'll notice a change in the behaviors because of what you said you know what i'm saying so yeah i never try to be overbearing micromanaging or nothing with anybody that i ever worked with you know what i'm saying it's you know let's just build and let's see where it goes yeah you know what i mean and and, and we move from there you know what i mean and it is you're in the field of energy like that's oh and they can read it off you too yeah, like as time. you said like if you're coming from not a jaded place or something right. like you're feeling it that day right then they can read that too yeah they can definitely read that but i'm fortunate that the energy that started me off was a righteous energy and it was a loving energy and that energy that was passed off to me that's how i accepted and greeted everything that was introduced to me when i first started out in this what do you mean your first energy was right the first energy that was graced upon me was by my brother ag the coroner you know he's a uh mc out of east you know east new york he's a dope one yeah you know formerly of the outdoorsman with you know mayhem loren and action bronson Mm -hmm. and he was the first one to reach out to me and this was over social media out the blue through a DM. And this was during the summer where Rock Marciano had signed him to Man Bites Dog Records at the time. And if it wasn't for AG reaching out to me to ask me to be a part of his team, everything that I'm a part of now, it wouldn't have started without that first DM. So. What did he reach out to you for? Well, he reached out for me to be a part of his street team you know, help him, you know, promote, you know, his music, help, you know, and, and, excuse me, A&R, you know, things of that nature, just, you know, be in his corner. So that's what I did at that time. What were you doing before that with your life? Beforehand, I was working nine to five. I was working for a, a local neighborhood pharmacy where we delivered pharmaceuticals and at the same time was doing you know, home check-ins on their nurses, on the registered nurses, making sure they were doing what they're supposed to do with our clients. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most of the day doing visits and riding around in the van, you know, the phone was entertainment. And Twitter was really a thing at the time where, you know, at this time back in 2012, 2013, Twitter was definitely a different place. It's not, you know, what it is now that's when i use it i don't use it now. Yeah, yeah you know but i still use it now because there's still a core people that i've met you know through that app that we're still cool with to you know to this day and we'll still build on things and support each other on whatever endeavors we're you know we're into so mm-hmm. you know that's what i do past time through the day we we talk about the music we love and things of that nature and i was so heavy on outdoorsmen and AG at the time. So you were just and, a fan at that man, point. Yeah, man. I was just a fan. You know what I'm saying? From Action Bronson to, you know, J Love to Mayhem Loren. Like, that's what I was listening to. Spit Gems. All them cats. And AG reached out. He was like, yo, 
you seen Rock sign me? And I was like, son, that's huge. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm about to, yeah, I'm about to really throw everybody, <laughs> you know, in the coroner's lab. I'm about to yeah. slap them up on the table. I'm like, well, why are you reaching out to me? <laughs> and he's like, I want you to be a part of my street team. I was like, well, what does that consist of, bro? Like, I'm, you know, I just talk shit with y'all on the timeline and keep it moving. He was like, I'm going to direct you in the right direction. I'm going to send you over to Man Bites Dog Records. I'm going to introduce you to the CEO. And once you do that, you're good from there. So when he did that, I think it was roughly about a week later, I made my way down to Manassas, Virginia. This is when I was living in the D.C. area at the time. And this is how hungry I think I wanted it because I took the train, which was transportation, mm -hmm. then took the bus. Then probably walked a good two miles to get to this, to this office where Man Bites Dog Records was, and they're in a little suite. You know, you wouldn't even know a record label was there. This is where people go to the dentist yeah. or get their eyes checked and stuff like that. These people are running a, a label out of this little office, out of this suite, and the CEO at the time, um, Ryan Lynch, he interviewed me and. Right there on the spot, just off AG's word in my interview, he was like, all right, you part of the team. And July 2013, it was ever since, man. We've been rolling, you know, we was rolling ever since. And then, of course, I grew into, you know, other things. Do you ever, going back to that moment, was that something that you had, like, always wanted, like you saw in your future? Or was that, like, a total, like, life-changing path? Honestly, it was a total life-changing path. Um, Were you lost but, before but that, or did you time, have a path? I, just, I don't think I was. I don't think I was lost. I think I was content with where I was. I was just working a nine-to-five. You know, I'm, I'm raising my babies. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a relationship. I'm just keeping it moving. And you know, Twitter at the time was just, you know, a thing to pass time. You know what I mean? So. I could say it was probably uh, maybe something full circle because when I was younger, I was in a singing group. Oh, were you? <laughs> yeah, and like our, a like a boy band or yeah, like, like a, a boy band. We like we like our like we looked up to New Edition. Like that's okay. Who what was we, the name uh, of it? Uh, it was uh, Electrical Youth. That, all right, can I look it up? Can I find it? Um, I highly doubt okay, it. Okay, <laughs> all right, I wasn't sure if I like. <laughs> if anybody who has uh. Any kind of like footage, it would be my man Junior Bynum or Carlos <laughs> Lee. Peace to my brothers, they're still out here. Um, and being I'm from Ghana, West Africa, you know, my parents, you know, really didn't take to entertainment. Your thing was supposed to be about school, listen to your parents, and and keep it moving. So, of course, as adolescents, we start, you know, growing into other things, finding other interest in. The group kind of, you know, disbanded, but we're still all cool with each other, you know. Yeah. I got into skateboarding and things of that nature, and guys went to different But you schools. did want music to yeah, be your I future. Did. I always loved music, but I just didn't know how or where or what was going to get me to it, you know what I'm saying? Because I was already, you know, later in my life, you know, accepting that I'm working a nine to five and I'm raising my babies and I'm doing what I'm You're doing. Content. Yeah, I'm content. But AG sparked something in me. And when I got to... That was a very uh, 
thin veiled <laughs> shield. Like yeah. if you did all that just uh, like yeah. that, there was something brimming. That yeah, volcano was so gonna much. blast sometime. Yeah, big time. And I can think that the people that I've, you know, made relationship with off Twitter just talking music and keeping me abreast of things and yeah. just keeping, you know, the excitement for me instead of me just being stuck in one place, it helped. And once I got with Man Bites, they, you know, they taught me a lot of things. And, you know, that's when, you know, I got to learn more about who Rock Marciano was. And his manager, Jazz, you know, Jazz UN Gang, peace to my brothers, you know, um, the illustrious Pimpire. Yeah. And, um, you know, after meeting them, you know, those two gentlemen and then give them giving me the game that I now have is, you know, it's been, it's been a, you know, a, a nice ride ever since. So you do feel like you're like a different person. That was a life. You're a different yeah, person. Yeah, definitely. Look, definitely. how about now looking back on that moment? I, I'm still grateful. At that moment, did you see where you were today? I didn't think I would be here, you know, having, you know, having a podcast that's in the third season. I didn't think I would be here managing Fly Anakin. Some of the, of the best. Mute, <laughs> Mutant Academy. I didn't think I would be here, you know, had to have helped and managed, you know, you know, Uncle John in his career or to have helped, you know, my brother Trey Chaney, who is, you know, part of the, the classic series, HBO series, The Wire. And he is now part of, uh, you know, Saints and Sinners, Bounce TV. And he's, you know, doing great things now in independent film. But he's also still, a you know, a musical artist. You know, and when things come down to it, you know, him and I get together and we do what we need to do. So I honestly didn't think that, you know, from that DM from AG to Coroner, I didn't think I would be where I am now. Honestly, I did not think that. That's an awesome, that's crazy. What do you, what do you, like, do you believe in spirituality, like omens, like? Uh, spirituality. Like you're um, at the alchemist? Oh, definitely. Definitely. You know, spirituality, but definitely energy. Mm -hmm. um, and having the knowledge of myself, you know, also helps a lot. You know, it helps me navigate and help read people. So... I'm just thankful for those attributes. And it is crazy how you're part of a, a wave that, yeah. I mean, is completely take. Yeah. I mean, rock is probably the first of the artists yeah. like what is happening now. That's the godfather. He is. Yeah. He, he really is. And Uncle John, I didn't even know. Yeah. You're, he It was literally the first artist oh, in wow. this that I would... Back in 2016, yeah. I would literally listen to his stuff over and over, not even knowing what it like. Right. I listened to Reject Two and him. That was mm -hmm. literally like oh, okay. all I listened to. Yeah, and that's so that's he is like he. Yeah. I can't wait till he gets his flowers. Well, um, he's getting them now. He's getting them now, but deservedly so. Yes, peace to the young guy, Uncle John. But history's yeah. gonna look back. Well, history's gonna look kindly. back and be like, well, why did I sleep on him at that time? Mm -hmm. But. You know, people need to understand that the D.C. area, you know, at that time when I was helped, you know, alongside, we were helping each other along, you know what I'm saying? Because if it wasn't for Aunt, I wouldn't know a lot of these younger MCs. He's the one who introduced me to a fly Anakin. 
He's the one who introduced me to a mutant academy. Who are the next yeah. generation he, of He like... introduced me to Crime Apple, UFO Feed. Like he introduced me to all these young cats. Mm -hmm. So if it wasn't for him, you know, Bub Rock, so on and so forth, I honestly wouldn't be where I, you know, yeah. It, he definitely added on to my life cycle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm thankful for him in that regard because I would have been one of those guys who's trapped in the 90s. You know what I mean? And that's not a bad thing, but then at the same time, you know, you have to grow. You know, you want to see the culture expand and move forward. You don't want to see it stuck in time. Yeah. And if I see these youngins, who I actually, I literally feel in my heart that they're carrying on tradition, then the culture is alive and well, man. You go to, like, the supply and demand show. Exactly. And I can't believe, like, I feel like an idiot. I didn't know who Lord Jamonte was. Oh, wow. Or, like, I knew Wild and Starker, but seeing mm -hmm. them perform. Yes. Or even, like, Homeboy Sandman, who's yes. been in it for a minute. For Shout a minute. out him. He's guest of the podcast. Yes. It's like, there is, I don't. If someone says, oh, there's no good music, whatever, I literally, energy-wise, mm -hmm. I'm like, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You're, you're, or you're, you're not trying to know. Or you're just literally so shut off that you only feel like it's only 90s era. That's it. That's yeah. all I should listen to. That's all I should rock with. Nah, man. <laughs> nah, it's... I'm thankful I was, you know, I'm thankful that I was, taken off that path because I could have been one of those dudes you know what I mean so yeah I'm I'm really thankful to to be around everything that I'm in now do you like being the not behind the scenes but like that being your future in music is like being a well I mean I'm I, I, I kind of it's, it's kind of it's kind of hard because I'm in front of the camera and I'm behind it yeah, you know what I'm especially saying. Especially with the podcast, especially yeah, with yeah. the podcast and being able to, you know, speak with legends and upcoming legends. You know what I mean? Um, it's definitely a balance. You know, I just try to, you know, with the help, you know, what I'm saying of, of my circle, they tell me to pick and choose. Mm -hmm. You know, pick and choose. So I'm learning that. Whereas where I was in when I was in D.C. You know, it's whatever's coming to town, you are a part of, you know, and whatever came to town, you know, I happened to work in the prestigious building where they would come through. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was fortunate in, in, in that sense. So I was always a part of something. But now, you know, moving here to New York and, man, that's something every day. When did you move? I moved here March 13th, 2021. Oh wow! Yeah. Damn, recently. Recently, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay, there is something because I live in Mass and I still come here, and it's like, oh shit! Like Madlib was yeah last Mad, night. Was last I was night. so mad I missed that. Or Wiki, like Wiki was last night. Another thing, I'm yeah. so happy that the scenes are combining. Yes. like the navy blue and exactly. the Wiki and the mm -hmm. mic and the. like the Rat King. It's yeah, like, all of them. It's combining with the kind of like harder grimier stuff exactly because they're all fucking amazing i mean i think so too but you know it's it's funny how people were complaining about you know certain things not not being um i guess not being there or having a certain light shown on them but i i honestly tend to think it's different because 
you know, a lot of this underground stuff wouldn't have introduced me to a lot of people. It wouldn't have introduced me to you. No. You know what I mean? So I'm just thankful for the journey. And it's the love that the scene pulls in. Like when yeah. I was young, when I was like 16, mm -hmm. I got in a bad hockey accident. Oh, wow. I, that's how I got into stand-up. Okay. Is I, would, I had to lay in a dark room for a month. Mm. I couldn't listen to music. All I did could was listen to people talk. I couldn't okay. even talk myself. So wow. I just listened to podcasts and stand-up. Okay. Fast forward here. But then when I was 17, I wanted to go to comedy clubs, mm. and I wanted to go to rap shows. And I was young, but I, was, I would go by myself. And mm. the love that I would feel from everyone at that, like talking to Conway when I was 18 years old for 45 minutes mm. about comedy or like, Going to comedy clubs and the comedians bringing me backstage, yes. like Todd Glass, and oh, like wow. he he was opening up for Jim Gaffigan on that tour, and he like I was on his podcast when I was eighteen twice, like wow. just the love that the scene shows shows that it's the like energy, like exactly you picked the right you picked group the right to be a part of exactly. Um, it's like uh, today we were walking our puppy, and um, what type of dog do you have? Shiba Inu. And, I'm gonna have to see a picture after that. And yeah, her name is Dilla, <laughs> and she happens to be the official uh, mascot for the J Dilla Foundation. Oh, really? Yeah, Mon Dukes and Tony definitely gave us our blessing. So. Oh my God, that's yeah. amazing. So, <laughs> yeah, and my fiance, you know, she was telling me this morning. She was like, "You have to find your tribe," and you know how you speak of, you know, the love of you know how our community is you know, you know we honestly have our own tribe it's it's kind of like attention is the universal currency indeed that's what i say mm -hmm. so like i don't like to pay attention to things that aren't beneficial for exactly. me exactly and the more i do that the more i don't watch the news mm -hmm. unless it's like or i don't pay attention to people who aren't passionate or determined right my community and my world always gets better yes and i didn't even not yeah people do say that but until you witness it or mm -hmm. you start doing or it part yourself of it. Exactly. you don't even realize that nope. it's like the energy thing you can't quantify it nope. our language isn't developed enough to quantify what it is exactly but it's still real it's still it's real still re it's still there Indeed. you know yeah it's Indeed. like um I don't know. I went after we were talking before. After my DMT trip, I went pretty mm -hmm. far down into like spirituality. Like, I don't know. Do you know AA Rashid? Yeah, of course. So like, I've yeah, talked be, to he, him. He's the he's yeah. the king of that. He, he, like, be, he be spitting on, on, on a lot of gun stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I know of the God. That's uh, he's like, that's one of my favorite interviews I've ever had. Mm -hmm. But like, I really do believe the like. The voice in your head that's trying to pull you to be your better self. Yeah. And then the resistance voice that's mm -hmm. like pulling you away. Exactly. And I have been lazy and listening to resistance a little bit more now that shit's opening back up. Yeah. Like when you're in New York. Right. So stuff's happening all the time. All the time. So it's hard to stay on your routine. Like I have a morning routine I liked to do during quarantine that mm -hmm. kept me calm. I would wake up, I would meditate, I would do yoga, I would journal, I would run. Mm hmm. But now that I'm out late performing and there's shit always happening, I'm not keeping my like mental mm. level the same. Okay. And that's a hard balance. Right. Well, I don't know. Is that something you felt like? I just went on a tangent of my own right well, there. Well, I, mean, I mean, honestly, I'm now learning to gain more balance. Like, you I'm, might turn on the AC. 
I'm just now learning how to, you know, I'm just learning how to chant. You know, if it, like I said, if it wasn't for my fiance, I wouldn't be thinking about certain things or I wouldn't be doing certain things. So I actually don't know about chant. I mean, like I know, but like, what what does it do for you? How do you practice it? Cause well, I mean, it, it I mean, it, it calms it calms me. Mm -hmm. It definitely calms me because, you know, there's you know there's certain things that I go through. You know what I'm saying? Then there's certain things that everybody goes through, and she introduced that to a part of my life to help calm me because certain things, you know, that I've that I've been through, you know, within my lifetime, you know, still quote unquote haunt me. You know what I'm saying? Like so, PTSD. Yeah. So, you know, if it if it wasn't for the chanting, you know what I'm saying? There wouldn't be some mornings I wouldn't be able to start my day. You know what I'm saying? And it, it helps. It helps. There's a lot of things that I'm being, you know, open to now that I was very rigid about beforehand. You know, I was just very cut off at the door. No, because I'm a person that's used to walking on his feelings, yeah. meaning that I'm going to compartmentalize the shit and I'm going to keep it moving. But... You know, as I've learned, you know, in growing in my relationship, that there's certain things that fester and gnaw at you, and they come out in different ways. You know what I'm saying? But there are there are solutions to alleviate that. And one of those things that have helped as of late has been chanting. So you know, I, I, I'm definitely you know thankful for that. I, I was listening to your interview with Fonte, I think it was. Yeah. And you were and he was talking about how like sometimes you don't even realize you're depressed. Yeah. Like you're you right. don't even real like you could be thinking everything's going fine, exactly. but you don't realize you don't you're in it. that. And that's it's funny, like when you said like I couldn't even start my day sometimes. Yeah. I'll be honest, I've been in the place where I've been like laying in bed for yeah. a couple hours in the morning and like yeah. it could be because of a late night. Mm -hmm. But there are other times where I can just get out and do it. Right. And it's because I haven't stayed on my shit. Like mm -hmm. really the only thing that holds you back is resistance. Yes. Like there's Lit no reason I can't get out of bed and meditate for 15 minutes mm -hmm. every day, even though I know it makes me feel better, other than the excuses I tell myself. Right. And that's such a hard thing, is like not listening to the excuses you tell yourself. Well, that's the thing how you were saying there's the resistance inside, and then there's the other one that pulls you to do positive. There's a duality in everything. You know, how they say, you know, there's a God in you, there's a devil in you too. You know, it's, a, it's about righteousness and devilishment. Which way are you going to go? Or how are you going to go about it? You know what I mean? I just try to stay on my dean, or should I say, I always try to stay on my square, you know, 24-7, 365. I know there's days that I do happen to fall off. And sometimes I punish myself for that. You know what I'm saying? But in the end, it's always trying to, trying to do right you know what i'm saying i'm you know, i'm later in my life now man i might not look at when i meet people and say, i'm 48 years old oh really yeah so a lot of you know a lot of things that i've received now you know what i'm saying i look at it as blessings you know what i'm saying it's things that are coming to me and are adding on to my life cycle right now that i need to cherish that i need to hold on to 
but at the same time, I need to celebrate it. You know what I'm saying? And that adds on to what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to live long. You know what I'm saying? I want to live long, but I want to live long, you know, in a good way. You know what I'm saying? If I could keep passing on that energy to whoever I come in contact with, you know, whether it's through music, whether it's through podcasting, you know what I'm saying? Or whether it's just meeting somebody in the street and I got to drop some knowledge, then, then it helps. It helps me. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by 607 Sound. They're executive producing a new album called Integrated Affinity Volume 1, featuring artists from the 607, like Blicka Don, Anthony Cannon, MBK Richie, and more, as well as artists you've seen on Bucked Up, like Jay Skees, Brother Tom Sos, and Deuce Ellis. Um, there's going to be a ton of others that I hope to get on the podcast, like Tony Boy, Gaines, Chill Ali, Camouflage Monk, and Origino. Keep up with 607 Sound through their website and socials, and stay tuned for the album released. Let's get back to the show. I want to live long, too, and that sounds dumb, but it's like, I'm still, I'm 24 years it old. It doesn't sound dumb, trust I'm me. I'm 24, and I still feel that, like, early 20s ego sometimes, mm -hmm. where it's mm -hmm. like, I still want to, like, like, oh, but I know that the more I quell that, I calm down, but I still feel like... It's hard. It's hard. Like it's hard. It's hard to know what you're supposed to do. I didn't realize what I was supposed to do until very like no one taught me any of this stuff. Okay. Or growing up, so right. I had to learn how to like take care of my mental state, take mm -hmm. care of my heart, take right. care of my body. Yes. My own way later in life. Right. So I still have all those bad old tendencies in me. And that's where the ego is like, no, you grew up this way. You can go back to that way. Mm, well, that's the, like, we were speaking on duality. You know, misery loves company. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, I mean, you see yourself now. You're, you're growing. You know what I'm saying? You're continuously growing. You, man, you say you're 24. You know what I'm saying? My, son, my son's 24. You feel me? My yeah. my daughter's twenty five. I got a grandson that's three years old. Wow. So you still got you, you know, you still got your life ahead of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to make mistakes. That's what I want you to under, you know, y'all youngers to understand. It's okay to 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 make mistakes. It's okay to experience and explore. But at the same time, if somebody is telling you something and it's usually they just trying to tell you for your own good. It's because they've been there before. You know what I mean? You don't have to take that advice. You can go through it however you're going to go through it. But at least you have that precursor. If somebody's letting you know, you know, what's right and what's wrong. You know what I mean? So trust me, man, 24, bro, man, you got your, you got your life, <laughs> you know, in front of you, man. I'm 24 years older than you, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I have a son your age. So... But that's, I guess that's what that I was trying to describe before is the, like, it's hard to listen to advice when mm. you're 24. Yeah. Like, you're like, I want to fucking live it my right. way. Exactly. I, especially when things start to go well. Right. Not that this is like, but when things start to happen, mm -hmm. it's almost more like, oh, I don't want to listen to right. any advice. But that's, I know what the ego is. Mm -hmm. And that's what I know I need to break down. Yeah, I mean, as long as you, you as long as you know that. Where you know where you're explaining that to me? Trust me, man, you're gonna be fine. And it, it it sounds like you got some good people around you too now who who care about your well-being and want to see you, 
you know, flourish. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, me coming here to the studio and just the the love being received by your, you know, your partners here, the, it's, it's an awesome feeling, so. I appreciate it's, that. It's honestly, I, I, I think y'all already doing something right. You know what I mean? Just keep working and keep building and keep spreading that, that energy. And it, and it usually comes back tenfold. And you coming and giving your time, like, I appreciate that. For um, real, like. I was stoked, man, because <laughs> you're the second person that had me on. Shout out to the homie King Low out of Canada. You know, he just, uh, he just interviewed uh, our brother Bronze Nazareth. Oh, okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, he reached out to me and he was like, I want to interview all of my peers. And that's something I, you know, I know I'm going to do and I want to do. But just to receive that love now, you know what I'm saying? It's, it was yeah. awesome. And for you to even invite me, like, hell yeah, I'll come and kick it with you, bro. Like, Thank you, man. That ain't nothing, man. How old were you when you got that DM? Shoot, when I got that DM, 2013, that's what? Eight years ago? Yeah, eight years ago? Yeah, yeah it was 3940. Yeah, 3940. Content is a good feeling, but it's a veil over, not depression, but yeah. over sadness. Like, yeah. it's when you're content, you're not growing. Right. Kevin Hart said, like, he was saying, like, there's different levels to the video game of life. Yeah, big and time. You, and you, once you complete a level, sometimes you want to just stay you there. You want to stay there. But nah, you got to keep leveling You got to keep going. Up. And that's the thing that I've learned, like, I, oh, it's never too late. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're passionate about it and you love it. But then what also helps if you have, a, you have good people around you. Mm -hmm. You understand? Like, that really helps a lot. Like, I'm fortunate I can speak with Mika every day about things. There's, I'm fortunate I can call my brother Adam and, 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 and speak with him on things. It's cool that I can call my brother Myron, you know, who's also on the team, and, and talk to him about things other than the podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just about having good energy, man. That is... I feel like that's a problem I'm dealing with now is I get so wrapped up in what's going on mm. that I don't give time to decompress and not talk about. Mm. Like, talk to my friends that don't have anything to do with anything. Mm. Like, or talk to my friends about nothing. Like, it doesn't need to be business 24-7. No, or what do I have to do next? I don't give myself days to rest, but then I max out my energy well but you got to understand though you're you know you're 24 now and you're in you're in your life cycle where you're you know you're experiencing things for yourself you know you're growing as a comedian you're growing as a podcaster so it's only right to be out here trying to chase the things to solidify your life later on down the line yeah don't shoot yourself in the foot you know what i'm saying no i got you. but at the same time just you know, be mindful of the energy that you disperse every day. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's leeches out here, and then there's people who replenish you. You get it? Deal with the ones who replenish you. You'll be able to, to I know decipher the difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You'll have somebody who, who constantly drain, 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 drain. You know, once you recognize that, Okay, I can keep this person at arm's length. But then here's another person I can feed into. Oh, but wait a minute. They're feeding into me as well. 
it creates a positive energy. It creates a positive cycle, which creates growth. You know what I'm saying? And that growth can turn into to to you know amount of anything that you want it to be. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah, you're working on your stand up right now, and you're you know doing comedy and everything. But who's to say next year you won't be starring in your own feature film with a bunch of other comedians? You know what I'm saying? Or who's to say that that one day you you know you might open up for my brother Dave Chappelle? You never know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or this podcast being in one of the top ten that people listen to. You, you, you know what I'm saying? As long as you put that energy out there. Well, that goes back to what we were saying before. Like, right. I don't know. I could sit down with you and like ask you the questions that I know would get like a shit ton of views yeah. on you. But I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to have right. a conversation Organic. that I want to have because talk. I've learned a lot just in the what like 40 minutes that we've talked so far. Mm-hmm. That I don't. I don't care about any of that other shit. I just want the knowledge. Like I'm not doing this for listens or whatever. And I right. think that's why people do want to listen in. Well, see, because it's, it's coming from an organic place. Yeah, and people gravitate to what's organic and they usually stick and support with what's organic it's funny that ag gave you your first like that because one of the first guests that really gave me the like okay people was hologram shout out hologram. that's crazy see he, the doesn't, do separate, he doesn't do like, interviews and that's the degrees of separation right there yeah you know what i'm saying shout out to hologram like, shout out to hologram that's crazy he's that, on he's about to open up for action and mayhem yes, in boston and in boston, philly mm-hmm. i'm gonna go see, i'm gonna be at that show awesome yeah and he's i mean he's gonna be special guesting at a different show in boston that same week that oh, wow. oh this will be out by that time he's gonna be doing he's gonna be at the benny the butcher show in okay. boston too which is he just dropped his debut album with Mugs. See, but with he's Mugs, been yeah. Grinding. And yeah, been grinding. He gave it. me my, like, for real, I don't know why he agreed to do it. It was like episode 20 or something. <laughs> it was just, it was cool. And yeah. It, the love in the scene. Like, exactly. When you said that, I was like, oh shit, it's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, it's the community, man. It's yeah. always the community, man. Man, who was the first uh, artist you took under your wing? Uh, the first under my wing, or should I say, partner with would be uh trey cheney okay out of dc uh yeah out of washington dc he uh he played poot on hbo series the wire yeah you know he was Bodie's right hand man and then um yeah he was the first he was the first artist that i started working with and that was in 2015 wow how did why like what made you want to do that man well honestly honestly it was um Honestly, he asked me, he asked me to be a part of his team. It came from, it was a show that we're putting together. Shout out to my mentor, um, one of my mentors, DJ Zoo. Uh, there was a show uh, they were having at the Howard Theater, and it was the 20th anniversary of the Million Man March. And that show was Rakim and Big Daddy Kane. Mm-hmm. And Trey Cheney was opening for the show. Oh, wow. So... Trey and I were already following each other on Twitter, but me, I was already a Wire fan. So I was stoked that somebody from the Wire would interact with me time and time. And then when I found out that he was opening for the show, I was like, oh, well, shit, we coming with Rakim. You know, we'll link up when we get to the theater and and build in in the physical for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, Get to the, 
you know, to the theater, and he asked me to help out with a sound check just to see how it would go. And helped him out with a sound check, and I think once he's done with the sound check, he just pulled me to the side. He was like, bro, I want you part of my squad. And I was like, you sure? And he's like, yeah, man, like, like, let's do this. I was like, all right, say less. <laughs> we did the show with, you know, Big Daddy and Rakim to a sold-out Howard Theater. The next show, uh, we opened up for, for Belle Biv DeVoe. Then the next show, we opened up for Bobby Brown. <laughs> then the next show, we opened up for Arrested Development. Then the next show, the next show, the next show, the next show. That ended up leading us to you know, getting spot date, you know, anytime Snoop Dogg would come in town, he ended up opening for Snoop Dogg. And it, he even called us to come down to Atlanta to open for him at State Farm Arena. So, you know, just for him asking me during that one sound check, you know, it turned into, you know, him, you know, still building his music career. But, you know, now he's in Atlanta killing it. Yeah. You know, on Bounce TV with, you know, Saints and Sinners. And then he's doing his own independent films. A lot of them, you can see him on, a, you know, Amazon Prime or, or Tubi and things of that nature. Like, he's, he's doing some great, great work out here. That's correct. And you were like 38 or 39. Yeah, on this at that past. time. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, honestly, like friends of mine mm -hmm. who are in their 30s feel like that's it. That's it. Like yeah. that's literally what they're going to, that's their path for the rest of their life. Yeah, because that's what we've been told. Yeah. Because that's what we've been told. You know, I was one of those people. I was content getting up every day, Monday through Friday, going to check on children and senior citizens and things of that nature. I was cool with that. But just talking music and this rapper from New York, he don't know me from a can of paint. He just knows my tweets. And there's a thing about energy. It's in what you put out there. Yeah. He saw something in me and here I am. Just like everything else, you have to work on your energy. Big time. That's every day. I know when my energy's off. I do too. And it's so shitty because you almost like don't want to admit it to yourself. Exactly. You're, and that's when you get mad. You're like, my energy's not. Exactly. It's like, oh shit, why did I react that way? <laughs> exactly. You're right. <laughs> what else do you do to keep it under, like, do you have like a routine? I mean, it's besides if it isn't chanting, you know, um, you know, binging you know, binging TV with, with my lady. I was just watching Better Call Saul. I watched it all in like two weeks or okay. something. Yeah. We just, you know, binge Squid Games. You know I'm saying? like five episodes in and everyone's like the six episodes so crazy and I don't. I'm I not going to be, I'm not no spoiler alert from no, you, bro. I and keep enjoying. All right. Yes. I'm excited for it. Um, <laughs> cannabis, of course, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's definitely a good pastime. Um, Love, love, love of food. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. Um, of course, my babies, my children. You know, my grandson. You know what I'm saying just music in general. You know what I mean. From the artists that you partner with, yeah, I feel like that mentality shows through. Yeah, and that's why I really like. Oh, from like Uncle John yeah. to fucking like whatever, like. Fly Anakin, Pink Sea, that's all like 
caring about your energy yeah. and working on it comes through in the music, which I don't think was there. And that's what, or even the other, what we were talking about, like Mike or Navy Blue mm-hmm. or Wiki or right. even Rock. Even like, Rock, yeah. The Godfather. The Godfather. Yeah, it's all but, about positive. But, yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like, it's not even what I brought around, it's what they taught me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And because remember, I'm the one coming into this. This is all new to me. So they're the ones who are teaching me and showing me certain things. So I have to be thankful in that regard because, you know, we're in a place where people think that if you share certain information that you're trying to move past them or something like that. And that's not the case. You know what I mean? So whoever I was or have been around. And what do you mean by that when you pass the information you're I mean, trying to get? Like, like there's a there's this you know there's a saying about the word there's a negative connotation to the word gatekeeper, meaning one who would just hold information that you know that will help benefit you in what you're trying to learn so you can move forward. There's some who won't share that at all. There's some who claim to say that they do it. You know, I know some you know personally, but I'm not here to shit on nobody. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? I feel you. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's shown in the relationships. Relationships that used to exist don't exist. And then there's certain relationships that have been built and that have flourished and have stayed that way. You know what I'm saying? So it's a matter of who's willing to to share it. You know what I'm saying? And whatever was shared, you know, shared to me, I made sure I, I pass it down. What good is it for me holding it? Yeah. What good is it going to do me? Well, that's what the podcast is great for, and probably why you do it in a while. Like, you can just so much knowledge is dropped in yes. conversation. Yes. And you can put those out there with yes. people who actually want to share exactly. knowledge. And as you said, some people cancel, some people stand you up. Mm. They don't want to share knowledge. And not fuck them, but like, maybe their knowledge shouldn't be shared. It, it, yeah, not not all not all you know not all knowledge is applicable. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, people say knowledge is power. Ah, uh, Not all knowledge is applicable. You feel what I'm saying? Some people can say some stuff, but can you put it in a, a, a situation where it'd be tangible? You feel what I'm saying? So because yeah, you've I've had people tell me things, and I'm like, all right, all right, all right, right. And then I experience it, right. And that's what we we're talking about exactly. before the ego, where it's like, oh shit, that's exactly what right. they were talking, whether whatever it be. Exactly, and I'm not coming from a place where I want what you want. I just don't want to be in the dark. So while I don't know, that person doesn't have an advantage over me where they can take advantage of me. I just want to make sure I'm on point. Yeah. If anything, that's the reason why I'm asking for the information. I want to be on point. Most people want to be on point. That's literally what it is. So, you know, whatever it is that you happen to share, and it helps me stay on my square, and it helps keep me on point, but it also helps forward that other person's life in some way, form, or fashion, then I'm doing my duty. And at the same time, you're doing your duty because yeah. it's being passed on. So You're talking about like the knowledge is power, and it's, it's kind of like I want everyone to win. I don't want everyone to win. 
I want everyone who has determination exactly. and passion to win. Right, to win. If you're not determined right. over a long period of time, I don't care if you can put a year into it. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck gives about a, fuck a year? About who can? Right. This isn't something I'm trying to just do to get on and then pass off. Right. This is something I'm trying to do 10, 15 years yeah, from now. Like, I'm in this. When I was in that dark room, mm-hmm. I was listening to Joe Rogan a lot. And okay. whatever people say about him, I was listening to episode 400. Mm-hmm. He's now on like 1700 or something. Right. Not that I'm listening to him now all the time, but it's like he kept going. Mm-hmm. And that's a path I'm trying to do. Right. I'm trying to make it long term. Right. And I see, there's... I know what you mean by long term. I'm trying to take it there too. So Nipsey said the marathon. Exactly. Like, it's a marathon. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's a wealth of podcasts out there that I still go back to that I draw from. And even new ones that are out here now that I draw from. And how can we present how can we present ours, you know, differently, but still draw the people in. You know what I mean? So yeah. whereas like this season a lot of people probably thought that I was going to have more of my legend friends on there and let that's cool. I love them. They coming, they coming, but you know, my executive producer was like, let's focus on the people behind the MC. You know, there's a reason why we love the people we listen to, but let's go behind it and find out how they got here. Yeah. So we talked to producers we just had Nicholas Craven. Exactly. We just had Nicholas Craven, you know what I'm saying, from, you know, out of, out of Montreal. One of the best producers. One of the like, best producers in the game out right now. His stuff with Ransom. Yes. Killer. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, Timeless. For real. Like, yes. Yeah. And shout out Big Ghost. I love you, Big Ghost. Ghost. But, like, Yo, Big I Ghost love knows his what time shit is it. With, yeah, I love his shit. Ghost is, Ghost is definitely, Ghost is in a class by himself because, to see Ghost work with, you know, first, you know, I seen him work with Crime, you know, just even what he did with Griselda. Vic Spencer. Vic Uf- Spencer. UFO. UFO. Uncle John. Uncle John. Do you understand what I'm saying? Van and Ghost was like one of the Van most. Van Ghost was crazy. You know, even what he's doing album. now with, uh, with with Eddie Kane. Just dropped to the Yeah, exactly. What he's done with Conway. Even what he's done with Ghostface Killer, you know, he's my my top MC. Ghostface, yeah, that's you know he. You ever work with him or do any? I mean, I've worked. I've I've known with him. I've I've known Ghost since 2014. That's my brother, and whenever we see each other, even if it's in work capacity, we don't talk about music. Yeah, it's always about hey, how you doing? How you been? Like the last time I got to see him, I think was. I think 2019, he came through to Washington, D.C., him and Ray. Came through to go visit them, see them at the show. Cool. Then I haven't seen him since, but then the last time he came through was uh, at Bushwick Collective. Uh, that was a couple weeks back. He was the main. And we backstage, we chilling or whatever. And as soon as he see him on contact, he looked, he's like, yo, what are you doing here? And he's like, come over. I'm like, come on. Let's go holler. And he's like, you know, we talk hug. He's like, yo, what are you doing here? I'm like, I live here now. He's like, no more DC, son? Like, nah, I'm here. It's like, all right, man, we we about to connect. We you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a genuine love, you know, from 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 there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it isn't even about the music, even though I love his music too, but you know, there's a, a more deeper reason why he's 
you know, my number one. You know what yeah. I mean? It's be it's definitely beyond the music, you know. Shout out to my brother, you know, Don P and my brother K and 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 Cino. That's uh, you know, that's Raekwon's family, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. the ones who introduced me to Ghost. Oh wow. If it wasn't for them introducing me to Ghost and Ray, you know, also my brother Angel and Woo Mommy. I, I none of this none of and it's all relationships that came from Twitter, bro. All relationships. So it's all about energy, man. Yeah, it is. It it's like it really is. It's like Conway, like Yes. Him showing me love and then in the Boston show mm-hmm. coming up to me and being like, I remember you, you're yeah. the comedian. We let we go and chill. Like yeah. fucking it's cool. It is the energy yeah. and getting love from people. Like I got to open up for Inspector Deck in Capadonna. Oh wow. Which was pretty cool yeah. a couple months ago. Okay. And, like, my dad took me to see Wu-Tang Clan when I was 12 years old. Wow. Like, I grew up, like, I knew all the words. I've said this so many times on the podcast that people are so upset <laughs> by it. But, like, but I knew all the words to The Predator by Ice Cube when I was six. Spice. Like, that's oh, wow. what I was, grew up. Okay. That's what my dad, like, played. Right. Like, my mom took me to see Lil Wayne when I was 13 years old. Like, so I you, grew yeah, up in grew up the, in like, this. Yeah. And I love it. And I come still to this day mm. as a fan. That's dope, Always man. as a fan. Like, I'm not trying to get... I just... It's cool that I get to have conversations with yes, anybody. Exactly. Anybody. Whether it be UFO Fieve hmm. doing my first live podcast I ever did at the Tiny Covered in Brooklyn. Oh, like, wow. Didn't... I didn't... He didn't ask to be... Pet. He just showed up and did the live podcast. Like, real love and Yeah, shit. Twin, is, like, Twin is dope, man. Fieve, he... He's a different breed. He's a different breed. You know, I know when he did, uh, you know, when he did my pod, you know, he was literally shooting a video in, uh, what was it, I think in Jersey or Pennsylvania at a paintball site. And him and the crew were just coming back from shooting paintball in the video. But he still held his obligation. And that's when it became deeper than just him and I knowing each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, he's definitely one of the solid ones he understands he knows you know what i'm saying he does he's gonna be around for a long time and he's got the right people around him too you know for fat joe you know what i'm saying to you know even black rob starting him off you know what i'm saying yeah to even his father who's been in this business you know for forever so he has great minds around him that's you know keeps him level and it's and it shows improves in his in his personality and who he is when you see him and you see him in public and he's actually a dope mc too like exactly. his newest project yes the most high yeah the most with, high that is yeah Fee's, i've Fee's gone been back putting to that straight fire out straight here for, fire, yeah. for consistently ever since that ghost album yes. night the terminology one yes. was fire too yeah or even the one he dropped with static St- yeah night oh my yeah we can so go he's consistent he consistent yeah that's what i really like about like like um, we were talking about Gumbo. Mm-hmm. That shit's so long, but it's so consistent, it's consistent. and it has so many. He's yeah. a composer. Yeah. I realize with that project that yes. he's like a West Side Gun or a Kanye West. He's a composer. Yeah, he's very, 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 very creative. He's a different soul. He's a different spirit. And I'm thankful for, you know, for Fly introducing me to him. And, you know, I, he's... He, Definitely one of my young guys. I, like all the young, Pink the young ones. Are, I'm sorry, I didn't yeah, say the see, name. So like, all the young guys. That's like, it's like my little bro. Like I, I fucks with him heavy, even though he a giant out here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They just, 
you know, meeting these young these young guys when they show so much respect and reverence. You know, there people got to understand that there's a difference. These kids were brought up right. You feel what I'm saying? They yeah. they have manners. They know the history. They you can and you can tell. You know, they and if their thirst for wanting to know things beyond the music is is what's even more refreshing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm just glad to be in in, in the thick of it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, thank you so much for doing this. This is really a great conversation. Oh, I'm man, really happy we welcome, got to man. do this. Yeah, for real, man. Thank, thank you. you for having me, man. Of and course. Yo, 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 shout out to Too Much Content. Yo, this this is a dope-ass set, man. Bucked up. My, <laughs> my man Sam right here. Yo, I, I appreciate you, man. Your energy is right and exact, man. Thank you for having me. And Thank you. You know, anytime, you know, you, you just want to kick it, you want to build, you need some knowledge or whatever, Man, my line's always open. Man, thank you. That means a lot for yeah, real. It definitely. really does. And for the people out there, man, y'all y'all be sure to be on the lookout for uh Fly Anakin's new album, Frank. Be dropping soon, you know what I'm saying? We got the first single, Sean Price dropping, which was produced and featuring evidence. You know what I'm saying? So oh, I can't wait we working here, you know what I'm saying? Along with some mad lib joints, unreleased mad lib joints. Yo, we coming, man. Shout out to my Mutant Academy family as well. Plug your own shit, too. Oh, yeah. You got your own shit, too. Uh, (laughs) Shout out to Chopping It Up with the Conduit Podcast, man. Again, shout out to my executive producer, Mika Sunga. You're the best. Shout out to my brother, Mad Urgency Myron, who's on graphics and visuals. You know, he's the one who always comes up with the great dope promo. And then shout out to my brother, Adam7X, a.k.a. Mecha Godzilla who's on video and stuff behind the scene as well. Shout out to D King, you know, and uh and the super producer Bink. Um check that you, podcast yeah, check out. The podcast it's dope. out, man. We on podcast on Vivo, we on Spotify. You've had some of the greatest Oh man, like, I'm thankful to them a lot of those guests, man. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm thankful to a lot of them where I can, you know, I don't have to just DM them, I can literally text or call them and get some just simple advice. And they're always there for me. So, you know, thank you to each and every guest that's been on Chopping It Up with the Conduit. And, you know, peace and thank you to, you know, the future guests that will be on Chopping It Up with the Conduit. You know, we just want to keep bringing you good and original content. Dope. Man, thank you so much. Thanks again. Peace out, guys. Peace.